Hey, today we continue our week talking about caring. When we show we care, we deepen the bond we have with customers and employees, and it doesn't take a whole lot of effort. We're going to explore some simple ways to show you care, why it has benefits to you and your organization, and a whole lot more on today's Today's Antidote. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, 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 do. Hey, Tom. Good morning. How are you doing, Bob? I'm, I'm good. I'm real good. Uh, messed up the opening a little bit. Got the todays and todays right next to each other. I can't seem to figure it out. And I ad-libbed that part. And I know you like to laugh at that. But let me ask what everyone who listens to our program is dying to know, Tom. The most important question of the day. Did you fall at any point during a lacrosse game yesterday? No, I did not. Okay, that's great. Then you're on. You have a new streak. I broke my streak of two days in a row. Okay, I just want to say that is my celebration today that you did not fall. <laughs> that I didn't get laughed at. Basically, is what you're is what you're saying. Correct. Doesn't mean I can't go play the tape you shared with me over and over <laughs> and over and over and over. yeah. It's funny. So I'm starting now to regret some of the people I sent that to because <laughs> that will pop up occasionally. I can, I can think of one you told me that I was surprised by. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyhow, I will welcome everyone. Good morning. Uh, this is today's antidote, our daily broadcast and podcast, where we will have a conversation around a topic. This week's topic, as Bob mentioned in the opening, is caring. And today we'll discuss the benefits of that. Uh, and as we go through our conversation, if you have thoughts you'd like to share, please feel free to put them in the comments. And at the end of the show, Bob and I will each offer our one thing, our today's antidote that might help you deal with this topic today or maybe sometime down in the future. You can add it to your toolbox when you find yourself stuck, frustrated, and overwhelmed trying to figure out the balance of caring or some other part or aspect of this topic. Please feel free to share your thoughts as well, because we know that your one thing might be exactly what someone else is looking for, and they haven't been able to find it anywhere else. So don't hold back, share your thoughts and ideas, and it will help make our show even more valuable than it already is. And, and that idea doesn't have to specifically be about the topic. It could be something that just comes into your mind because of something you heard or something you're thinking about while we're talking. I have that happen all the time when I listen to podcasts. It's like, ooh, what if I did this? And it has nothing directly connected to the topic, but it just came into my mind. I'd love to, I'd love to see or hear what people, you know, what they discover, even if it's totally unrelated. Wouldn't you? Kind of like that comment. Touche. Just, yes. So please feel free to share whatever happens to be on your mind. Because uh, I'm sure that it will add value and find we can find a way to incorporate it into what we're discussing. Or we can just change track. Because it might be something that is worth talking about today as, as it relates to this topic. So uh, if you happen to be watching the podcast, one of the great ways you can uh, show value and show that you care is by sharing that with others. 
Um, they, you might have people who are trying to figure out the balance with, in business of caring and caring for the business. Please feel free to share with others because they may find it of value. You can also rate our show, which we would love for you to do. Then others will be able to find it as well. And as Bob five stars, yes, five stars for our show would be great. So thank you for listening and watching. And as we do every day, we're going to start our day off with celebrations. So Bob, was that your celebration for the day? The fact that I didn't fall? No, I'm, I'm going to go with the different. You have another. No, I have another one. Okay. So over the course of about 20 hours, starting not last night, the night before into yesterday afternoon, four things happened that were very powerful to me. Um, one was personal. One was a business that's been struggling, um, got to a place with um, two new hires, actually three new hires that will radically change things. And then the last thing is um, someone shared with me something that was really personal to that person. And the sharing with me of that was, you're the only person I can tell. And I've been meaning to tell you this for like months. And I, you know, I always, I used to think that that was really awkward, but now I realize that's really a gift. That's a person saying to you that you really matter to them. And so I, I think that that overall celebration is probably resilience and commitment to what's important to me. But I'm not even sure I can put the words into it. I know that's like, that was very vague and that was very, yeah, I get it. How about you? What are you celebrating? Hopefully you have something a little more concrete and linear. Well, I think, you know, I think what I'm going to celebrate is that people can find balance um, and, and find calm in a storm. I guess this is my celebration. So last night I had a very competitive crosstown rivals, two really um, good level teams playing. You were officiating the girls games. or women's yep. lacrosse. Yep. And I didn't fall, as we mentioned earlier. So... You know, as those games sometimes do, especially among rivals, is that the fans get a little worked up. Parents start to forget that there are, you know, 15 to 18-year-old young women out on the field, and they lose their minds a little bit. Um, And so it was, you know, I didn't think it was overwhelming. And there was still some angst in the crowd. And so the athletic director for the home team, the team that actually ended up losing, was very calm about it all and was willing to help manage the situation and willing to walk us to our cars. Not that I thought that there was going to be any issues, yet it was nice that you had someone who, while I'm sure he is deeply interested in the results to support his athletes, he also was deeply concerned about the safety of all the people around and that nothing happened uh, at his school that would... um, you know, shed a not so positive light on them. And so it was just nice and refreshing to talk with somebody who could find the balance of, yes, there's healthy competition and there's nothing wrong with that. And that we don't have to lose our minds while we are participating in that healthy competition. Sounds like he demonstrated he cared. He demonstrated, I think he cared about a lot of things, right? And I think mm-hmm. he cared right. about and, and somehow found the balance. Correct. And was able to stay... Um, not emotionless because he wasn't emotionless, but he just was able to remember his role 
And he played that role um, to a level that was extremely high, which was beneficial, I think, to everyone. It allowed the players to play without being yelled at or whatever. It allowed the officials to officiate and to get off the field and go. And, you know, for the experience to be as good as it could be, depending on which side of the result you were a part of. Sure. We should come back to that. But first, we have to talk about a really important day today. This is National Administrative Professionals Day. And Tom, behind every organization, there is at least one person, often it's many people, that do the administrative work that makes it tick. Uh, I, I worked at a university um, and the administrative people did everything from make sure I got paid, make sure I had supplies, make sure the students dealt with it, it was a long list of things. And every nonprofit and most for-profits have these people that just, they're the unsung heroes. You know, I, I worked at various jobs where I'd be the face of the organization and I'd go out and do my blah, blah, blah. And they, oh, you're so amazing, Bob, and all that. I was only there because there were people behind me that were taking care of budgets and supplies and um, HR issues and challenges that I didn't even know. And just simple things like making sure the Wi-Fi works. So these are, this is a day to celebrate. If you know an administrative professional, thank them for their, for their contribution to what you do and what your organization does, because without them, I can tell you right now, your organization would suffer dearly. I would agree with that hundred percent. I'll never forget my first it was funny because the title was administrative assistant, and yet I think she was running the office. I mean, I was a 23-year-old kid who really didn't know a whole lot of anything. Um, or I knew a whole lot about some things, not a whole lot about the no, Not relevant. No. Correct. Uh, and, and I think, and I remember that I survived that first year because of the fact that this woman who was much my senior and way more experienced and much more knowledge was willing to be supportive of a young person trying to figure it out. And it was awkward for a while, at least for me. Um, and at the, at the end it was, it was, we developed a great relationship and I'm very appreciative of all that she did while I was there. It's funny. I had a very similar experience in my second job where a person was office they ran the office and I was a newspaper reporter and editor. So I was running around like a chicken without wings. And she would just ground me and be like, Bob, your report's due to the office at two o'clock. It's one Don't forget. And at first I was like, really, you're going to tell me what to do. I'm your boss. And then I realized, please tell me what to do. <laughs> and I think what often happens with administrative professionals is you become a team. Sure. And it's not about, you're the boss and they're the employee, it becomes how can we build this in a way that we both accomplish the overall goal? And for her, the goal was, I want Bob to be successful because then they don't come and bother me. And I take pride in the fact that Bob's successful because I helped him do what he needed to do. And I think that's really, you know, it's also a form of caring, right? As we think about caring, the, the person who's more mature than us, older than us, has more experience than us, both took us separately in at a very young, impressionable age and cared enough about the organization and about us individually to invest in us. And I'm sure there were days where this woman went, Kathy went home and she just was like, 
I got the biggest doofus ever working here. He doesn't know anything. And I think there were also days after a while where she was like, I really enjoy his company. I really like how he sees the world now. And I was a part of that. I like it. Okay. So let's talk about the benefits of caring, Tom, because we've been talking about caring all week and there are many benefits. And I'd like to use your example, if you don't mind, of the person who walked you to your car. Okay. And I, I also want to point out, do you think he walked to you to your car because he was concerned about something happening? Or was he concerned that you might trip as you were walking to your car and he wanted to catch you before you fell? Thank you. I'm here all day. <laughs> That's the way it's going to be. <laughs> oh, come Fair on. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So what were your feelings? Walk us through, excuse the pun, walk us through what you were thinking when he took that, started that action. Because that's not a typical thing, right? Typically, uh, it depends. You know, the well-run schools that you go to always have game management there and okay. are willing to assist in whatever. You know, like I was at a game this weekend, the game that I fell at, just and fortunately, there was, that was the first game of the weekend yeah. where you fell. There was another game where you fell. Come on, yes. our audience keeps track of this. And we had a game administrator walk us back to the locker room. The fans were way up in the stands. It was so it was so it does happen. Um, and even though there was no like it wasn't even that contentious of a game, it was just nice to have someone who was there if you needed them, which was great. Sure. And I think that, you know, it was interesting. My partner, I think, was a little more worried about the situation than I was. Um, and so they had approached the athletic director at the time at halftime and just said, you know, because of where we were parked and how it worked, we'd have to kind of walk by where the fans were. And the person was more than happy to. And so I think any more than anything, it was, um, it was that he respected the work that we were doing mm -hmm. and, and he also understood the situation and, you know, as much as you can understand, grown people like losing their minds over some silly things and acting like the 16 to 18 year olds rather than the way that the players on the field acted. Um, and so I think that that was, it was just, it's always nice to know that you're doing it. Cause there's at some point, if there is ever an issue, it kind of becomes your word against theirs without anyone else. Right. You know, and, and the fact that there was a sort of neutral party, just allows it to just have another one set of eyes, another person of responsibility who people recognize and, and know that this is the situation and that it is not the time to be, you know, trying to act out your long lost sports passions of yelling at somebody or doing something even worse, you know? And so I think that it was very comforting for my partner, definitely. Uh, you know, again, I didn't feel that same sense. I mean, I knew that they were angry and I thought there's possibility somebody might say something stupid to me on the way out. And I just have learned to keep walking and right. kind of walk with your head down and move forward. So, but it, that it was, it was nice to know, like, it's one of those things that it would make me comfortable going back there <clears throat> to do a game again. And so I think that was the part is that his caring said, this is a place that I would be willing to come because they 
they respect things. I've been in other situations where they're kind of like, get out of here, you know, because they get too wrapped up in the game and they want to yell at us as much as everybody else. And so I think that that makes it a place that you want to go back to. And I think, you know, in some regards, that may have been the point you were trying to get to is, you know, you go to you go to businesses that, that you care about or that care about you, you're going to want to go back there. Right. Like I went, I was in a guitar shop a couple of weeks ago and I was trying to find picks. I'm horrible at guitar, but they, and they have a million different picks. And the guy came up and he said, you look like you're struggling to figure out which picks you want. I said, I have no clue. I'm not very good. I just strum. I need to get a couple of picks. And he's like, okay, well, let's grab a guitar and let's just, you know, play with some of them. And he said, what do you do when you play guitar? Do you just strum or do you play the um, strings separately? And I'm like, mostly strumming. He's like, okay, these are going to sound better. And it's like, do you, do you have, um, is it acoustic or are you using a sound system? No, it's mostly acoustic. Okay. Is it big space, small space? And he's going through all these things and it's an education. And at the end, I knew exactly what to get. And it's because he cared enough to take time to invest in me so that I could make a decision. And as I left, you know, I'm like, do you have your card? He's like, yeah, I do. Do you have a couple of cards? Because I know a couple other people that would really appreciate this guy's commitment to, I'm not just, you You know, I don't want you to buy the wrong picks. And picks are like 83 cents. We're not talking big ticket items here. And I bought maybe five. So I spent $5. But he showed the kind of caring that makes me think if I go and buy a $500 guitar, that guy's the guy I want to buy that guitar from. If I have a problem with my guitar, I want to go in and say to that guy, hey, I don't know what's wrong with my guitar. Can you help me figure it out? And I think that's that's the real benefit. When someone shows in a business or an organization that they care, we want to go back to them. We also want to promote them to other people. Sure. And often the caring is the story. I know, I know one friend, when I tell him that this guy went through that with picks, he'll be like, I need his card. I got to go talk to him because I'm having trouble with this thing or that thing. That's how we build business. And I think we for, we talk about referrals. We talk about leads. We talk about all these things. But I think ultimately it falls down to, to just caring. Yes, if we show down. we care. What's that? You had to say falls down. <laughs> I didn't think of it. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt your train of thought. No, it's fine. But I really think caring is at the core. If you think of the businesses that you go to, there's a pizza shop I used to go to, and um, we wouldn't eat pizza with cheese on it. And they started to make it for us without cheese. We would call and they'd say, hey, you want the Bob special? Yeah, that's exactly what I want. And it would be made correctly. And it was there. And we'd have friends come and go to the pizza shop with us. And they'd be like, that's not on the menu. Like we've been here and the owner cared enough and he would come out and share with us. He's like, Oh, Bob, how are you guys doing? You know, it's so great to see you and really played up. And he knew if I came at lunchtime, it was a business meeting and he would just totally like Bob's really a great guy. How long have you known Bob and really do, but that's really caring, right? Cause that was caring on his part. I know you're patronizing my business for a business meeting and I respect that. But also, I want you to be successful, and I know who you are. And if I can help someone else understand that, that's really valuable. 
hundred percent agree. It's interesting. I was uh, I was reading a LinkedIn post the other day. Uh, some of that I know, and so I, that's why I took interest in it. And they were talking about the challenges they were having with customer service, and that the customer service truly wasn't customer service. It was like a complaint line that people sort of sat and listened and never really did anything about. And and I think that's the the challenge, you know. And you wonder if the customer service department cares that little about truly trying to service the customer. What does the organization look like that either allows that person to be that way or has created a situation that's not so great that that person's just like, I'm just here doing my job. It doesn't really matter. I'm, I get paid whether you're happy or not. And and I think that so often we we you miss those opportunities and you do damage to an organization that you might not or to a relationship that you might not have ever thought about when you stop really caring. And and there's a lot of ways of, of caring. It's funny, you know, I think about like the one to one relationships with a supervisor and a uh, and a team member. And I've been in situations where you go in and you're like sharing all this stuff and the person's barely listening. Like they're thinking about all the things they have to do and, and kind of paying attention, but not really. And, you know, when that happens, you're like, well, why do I really want to share what's going on? Because they don't really care. When you have that person who actually like notices what's happening, sees that you might be struggling and dives into it deeper, like the person who helped you in with the picks that he didn't come over and tell you this is the pick you need. Nope. In some ways, he coached you through all he did sounds like was ask questions. And it's amazing. And, and now I could go in and put, find picks anywhere. I know what I know what I'm looking for. I know what different types of picks do for me in a way. And it wasn't like he said, let me school you on picks. It was just, oh, this is what you're trying to accomplish. Let me help you. And then he also said, if you change your style of play, these other picks might be what you want to think about. Which yeah. is cool. Very cool. Well, and again, I think that's the same with any any relationship when you are willing to listen and then ask further questions to better understand. The person sees that you're not just they're nodding your head and probably thinking about eight million other things right. that you are actually. And that deepens the relationship, not only for you, because you better understand because you actually did listen and for them because they feel like they have a place they can go. And so likely they are going to, one, be more open with you, two, they're likely going to work harder for you. Um, and that usually means that the organization is going to be more successful or the team is going to be more successful. And this also applies to employees. I was dealing with an employee situation yesterday where people were complaining in a public chat. And one of the employees said something that was inconsistent with what I would have expected him to say. So I called him and I said, hey, I saw what you said. I'm curious what, what what's going on. You know, are, are you thinking of leaving? Are you thinking of this? Help me understand. He's like, no, 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 no. See, that's why I, I, I knew I shouldn't have texted. It was a bad idea. I'm really happy. It's really great. And part of why I really like it here is when something like that comes up, you actually call. And he so that caring demonstrates to him that, you know, you're not just a face going out and doing work. It was, hey, I, I read your note. I was concerned. I want to talk to you about it. And he's like, see, this is different than anywhere I've ever worked. And in doing that caring, and that, that was genuine. That wasn't me just 
doing a job. That was me being me. And in doing that, I think that probably makes for a better employee as well, because they go, wow, I'm, I'm heard, I'm seen. I'm not just employee number 5026B. Interesting ID number. <laughs> so, Bob, as we talk about caring and the benefits, what's your one thing? I think the benefits are far greater than any of us realize, any of us. And I think how we demonstrate caring is not as hard as it seems. I think sometimes we get caught up in, do I care enough? How do I show that I care? I think just using simple logic, like calling the employee, like the guy with the picks, like your person at the lacrosse game. Those are not really big, like huge things to do. It's just being a human being. It's being someone who sees the world and says, how can I make a small difference? And this is what I'm willing to do. And I think if we all did more of that every day, one, we'd probably be more successful. And two, I think we'd be a lot happier because I find when, after I talked to that guy yesterday, I was in, I was in much better mood. After I, after the guy helped me with the guitar picks, I was in much better mood. It was like, wow, I'm, I'm not just a, a customer. I'm not just this. I am someone that someone cares about. And I think we all need that more and more. Sure. What's yours? So mine, I think is, you know, it's funny. I think that the, when you talk about the benefits, I think there's the immediate benefits and then there's the long-term benefits. You know, the guy who helped us out. Uh, oh, am I? Oh, are you kidding me? Okay, here we got back. So the guy who helped us for, out. For you podcast people, Tom's screen just froze and he was having a little technology blip there. Yes. You know, I, I might never go back to that field ever again. Just might be the way things work out. I don't get assigned to go back right. to that space because it's not a place that I would normally go. It's a little further away. And and at, and so the real so there was the benefits and that he was kind to us in that day. He was doing his job and being supportive. I think the real benefit is the stuff that comes further down the road that you'll never know the value of. You know, in some regards, yes, the guy who helped you with the picks may somebody might come in and say, "Hey, Bob Graham referred me right to you." And they may not. They may just like say, "Hey, I came in and this I heard that this is the place to go." And I think that it's those benefits, ripple effect benefits that we may never truly know is, I think, the, the the value of caring is it shows that you are concerned about not only the person in front of you and also who they tell and how they represent you out and about when they're talking to others, when they don't have to say nice things, they don't have to refer you, they don't have to, you're not benefiting. I mean, if that your friends decide to go in and buy, even if they say that Bob sent me, he's not sending you a check nope. to say, hey, thanks for the referral. Here's your finder's fee. Here are five guitar picks. Here are five <laughs> guitar picks, right. Here's a free repair. He's doing it because he, he sees the value and he knows that you are going to go out and tell other people. And I think it's the and same And he probably way. feels good in doing that. Of course. This guy came in here. He had no idea about picks. I helped him find what he was looking for. He thanked me. He was happy. There, I don't think we can understate the value of that interaction for the person who is caring. Sure. And I think that there's the reverse of it as well. 
I think so often we don't think of the results when we don't, you know, the person on the LinkedIn story, when mm -hmm. that customer service person probably isn't thinking, ah, oh, it's just one more customer and right. they're not happy. What are they going to do? Well, turns out the one person wrote a LinkedIn article, used the company name, shared the whole exchange. And so now others that could decide not to go in there because, or not to purchase from that company because of the way someone that they know shared about their experience. And the organization will never know that, the person will never know that. And so I think that it's those hidden things that those future benefits that we either are able to leverage or miss out on is, is the real benefit, I guess, of caring. You just never know who it's going to impact and how much of a difference that'll make for you and your organization. I like it. Tom, I'm going to throw something in here. Um, in our Ring Renegades Facebook group, there's a really nice poll right now. We're asking people a simple question. Can caring coexist in business? And there's some differing opinions. So if you, if you have a point of view on that, please, if you haven't done it already, join our Ring Renegade Facebook group. It's free. It's easy. All you have to do is go there, answer a couple questions. They're not rocket science questions. We're not going to make you do hard math. Just why are you, why do you think you're a renegade? And you can pretty much figure that out and then get in the group and you can look at that poll, look at other people's answers, add your answer to it, see quotes around the topics that we do each week. And also hint, hint, find some people to network with who are really cool people, fellow renegades. So if you haven't done that, I can't encourage you enough. Make that a commitment that you're going to do today. Don't put it off. If you're driving in your car and you're listening to the podcast, stamp on your head, ring a Renegades Facebook group. As soon as I get to a safe place, I'm going to join it. It'll take you three minutes if you're slow. Fair enough. I like that. All right, folks. Thanks so much for being with us this morning. If you have one thing, your antidote that you'd like to share around this topic, please feel free to put it in the comments. Or join the conversation, as Bob said, in the Ring of Renegades Facebook group, because we'll be talking about it all week. And you might have the opportunity to share your value with others. And you know what? When you care like that, you're never really 100% certain of all the benefits that you might receive from it. So we look forward to seeing you inside the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. If not, we'll see you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time for our next edition of today's antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, embrace the renegading you and care in a special way with at least one person, especially if it's an administrative professional. Yes, thank those administrative professionals. I might even write a LinkedIn post on that. Hmm. Uh, that would be a good one. I'd love to read that. All right, everybody, have a great day. We will see you soon. Thanks for listening to today's antidote powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, Go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.